0: Connecting the SWAC, the MEAC, S-I-A-C, and the C-I-A-A, the HBCU experience lives here. It's the HBCU Report with Rob Calloway. This is the HBCU Report
1: being heard via Spreaker.com. We are powered by SportsNewsAndBrews.com, your official source for sports, black news, political news, and the latest on your favorite craft beers. Rob Calloway back at it. Man, Oh, it's been a few days. Yeah, we were supposed to be here Saturday. But uh, you know Sometimes life happens And family calls And family always comes first Ladies and gentlemen um, I have one of my closest relatives uh, One of my closest friends in life uh, She's bad She's in a fight for her life right now uh, with, uh, with cancer And uh, you know I had to go sit down And spend some time with my cousin You know And try to make peace with this Within myself You know Because it's gonna hurt Because the prognosis is not good Um, so I just had to take some time away, but of course I know that I had to come back and talk to you guys. So we'll actually have two HBCU reports this week. Uh, Of course, this is, uh, the HBCU report for Wednesday, January 18th, 2017. And, uh, Getting ready for the Hunter Battle of the Bands. Of course, it's Banuary right here on the HBCU Report for the month of January. What is Banuary? Well, if you missed the last edition of the HBCU Report, I'll tell you again. Banuary is a play on words. It's January, and then we're in the r- right on the, the cusp of the 15th edition of the Hunter Battle of the Band. So we just took the band and the weary from January and just, boom, just put it together. Banuary. So that's where we're celebrating uh, 15 years of the Hundred Battle of the Bands right here on the HBCU Report um, all uh, month long. Uh, Alabama State, Alabama A&M, Alcorn, Benedict, Bethune, Cookman, North Carolina A&T, Texas Southern, and Winston-Salem State will all be in the house January 28th, 3 o'clock at the Georgia Dome. And so uh, we're going to keep the theme moving right along today. Uh, But before we go any further, man, just um, really quick, just a, a quick side note. Um, you know, sad news, uh, coming from right here. in uh, DeKalb County, South DeKalb County, where this show originates, the suburbs of Atlanta, uh, Bishop Eddie Long, my pastor for over 10 years, uh, lost his battle with cancer, uh, early Sunday morning. And, uh, you know, dude just meant a lot. You know, I'll just keep it like that. I know everybody has their opinions. I had mine at one point. You know, but at some point, you know, you got to let go and let God. And we all have to be accountable for um, our our own salvation. And I'll just say that and just keep it moving. But he will definitely be missed. Um, Condolences to his family. Condolences to uh, my new birth family. Um, Everybody that's uh, hurt right now, because there's a lot of people hurting right now. And there's a lot of people on social media um, just being nasty and doing a lot of hurting right now. Totally uncalled for but um, this is the HBCU Report. Don't forget, you can follow us on social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, at HBCU Report. You can also shoot us an email if you'd like, HBCU Report at gmail.com. Uh, coming up on uh, this edition of the HBCU Report, uh, we will talk with Dr. James Oliver, Director of Bands from uh, my Institute of Higher Learning, my uh, um, highly regarded, Institute of Higher Learning, the Alabama State University, mighty marching hornet is going to be a part of uh, the fifteenth hundred battle of the bands. Don't forget uh, Tuesday nights on Aspire TV. You can check out Alabama um, State style. That's right. <laughs> you want to see the how the Hornets do it? Right there on Aspire the TV. Shouts out uh, to Doctor O for getting that show back. You remember it was on Lifetime, then it just kind of disappeared. Well, it's back and it's on Aspire TV Tuesday nights. And so uh I'm sure we'll talk with Dr. Oliver about that coming up. Um, but on the other side, when we come back from this quick break, uh, we're going to talk with Donovan Wells, director of bands from uh the Bethune-Cookman University, Mighty Marching Wildcats. I just added the mighty. But the Marching Wildcats, the pride of Bethune-Cookman, um, you know, going to be at the Battle of the Bands as well. And so Donovan Wells is going to join the show. Coming up, uh, as we talk Bethune-Cookman Wildcats, Hey, Wildcats. Do, 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 do. Let's go. <laughs> right here on the HBCU Report, we are powered by SportsNewsAndBrews.com, your official source for sports, black news, political news,
0: and the latest on your favorite crab beers. It's the HBCU Report with Rob Calloway. If you missed the HBCU Report with Rob Calloway, here's what you missed
1: on the line with Neil Malvone, CEO of Cutting Edge Sports Management.
2: Last year, Chester Rogers from Grambling played in the Dream Bowl. Um He was a walk-on at Grambling. He was one of the last players to commit to our game last year. Uh, the Indianapolis Colts signed him as an undrafted free agent immediately after the draft was over. And what did Chester do? All he did was knock their socks off all summer in the preseason games, made the roster. He's the fourth receiver on the team, moving up to the third spot. On occasion, he's their punt returner. So, a story like Chester is the reason why we decided to create the HBCU game. HBCU
0: sports fans, you finally have a voice. This is the HBCU Report with Rob Calloway. Follow the HBCU Report on Twitter. Become a fan on Facebook. And the HBCU Report. This is the HBCU Report with Rob Calloway. <laughs>
1: This is the HBCU Report being heard via Spreaker.com. We are powered by SportsNewsAndBrews.com, your official source for sports, black news, political news, and the latest on your favorite craft beers. And, of course, we are celebrating Jan... No, it was not January. What did I tell you last week? It's Banuary. That's right, because we're getting you ready for the Honda Battle of the Bands Uh, for the entire month of January last week. Uh, we were joined by Carlton Wright, director of bands from Alabama A&M, and also H. Wade Johnson, director of bands uh, from Benedict College. And uh, right now, uh, joining us live on the line is Donovan Wells, director of bands uh, of the Bethune-Cookman University Marching Wildcats, the pride of Bethune-Cookman, as they call him. Uh, first of all, Donovan, welcome back to the HBCU Report. Well,
2: thank you for having me. I really appreciate
1: it. Not a problem, man. So, uh, for those... Uh, that aren't that familiar with Bethune Cookman, and I'll just you know give the backstory for me. Um, for those okay. in the listening okay. audience, um, very okay. familiar with uh, Bethune Cookman. Uh, my late aunt uh, Renee Callaway, she attended Bethune Cookman back in the in the eighties on a, a music scholarship. She was a, a vocalist. Um, right. And then um, I went to Alabama State uh, in the mid nineties, okay. where Dr. Bray, the longtime right. band director from Bethune Cookman uh had, had taken over uh, like the year before I got there. So uh right. you know, I, I know a little bit about bethune Cookman, but for those in our listening audience that don't know about uh this beautiful campus, you know, right by the beach. Um uh, <laughs> and, and, and and this wonderful band down uh in Daytona Beach, Florida. Uh tell us a little bit about your program, man. Well, you know, uh
2: before I can say anything about the program, I have to start with the school and our founder. Dr. Mary McLeod Baton. Absolutely. Uh, uh, our founder, uh, um, she built the school back in, uh, started the school in 1905, back during a time when, um especially in the deep south in Florida, uh, blacks were not allowed to read, eat, write, and she started a, uh, they told a normal school for girls. And it, then it, it, then it joined with the Cookman Institute for Boys out of Jacksonville because they were having financial tr- uh, troubles. And later on it became a junior college, then a four-year liberal arts college, and now we, are we're a university. Uh, and so, uh, the legacy of Dr. Bethune, uh, still lives on one of the most amazing, uh, black female figures in black history in this country. Uh, and we are very proud, you know, just to be a part of her legacy. Uh, now about our band program. Uh, I, I'm a graduate of Bethune Cook. I graduated in the 19 19- eighty four. But I'm I'm originally from Smithfield, Virginia. I'm a little small country boy. I grew up on a farm. And um and my dad, you know, he, he passed just recently, but my dad is a pastor. My mom is a retired school bus driver. And um I came to Bethune in nineteen eighty, graduated in eighty four, went back to Virginia, spent some time teaching public schools, spent a couple of years at Hampton University with the late grade Barney Smart as his assistant. And uh, I came back to Bethune in 95. And uh, this is my 20th year as director bands at Bethune, my 21st year as uh, as, uh, as an employee at Bethune. Uh, we're proud of the band program. Uh, this will be our 12th year going to Honda. Uh, I was looking on the Honda website. Uh, I think the closest school in a number of years, close to us, the number, uh, I think it's seven years. Out of the fifteen years that they've had Honda, this is we we've been there for twelve years. and so most have been at H B T U. And we're very proud of that, you know. And um uh, Honda's a great thing, uh great stage to be on. You treat is first class. Uh Urban Sports do a great job of managing it. Uh it's uh I've been I've been going like I said for twelve years and I look forward to it like it's my first.
1: Absolutely. This is the HBCU Report. Rob Calloway on the line with Donovan Wells, director of bands, uh, Bethune-Cookman University, and the Marching Wildcats uh, will be at the Georgia Dome January 28th, 3 o'clock for the 15th edition of the Honda Battle of the Bands, Alabama A&M, Alcorn State, Benedict uh, North Carolina, ANT, Texas Southern, Winston, Salem State, and South uh, be participants in this year's event. Uh, now you mentioned that you guys have been a part of this thing 12 times. I didn't even realize that. But, right. you know, but, but, you know, being here in Atlanta, you know, I, I, I do know that, you know, I, um, I started to hear, uh, that there were quite a few, uh, Band'sman uh, graduating from from the the Metro Atlanta area and venturing down to Daytona Beach, something which was kind of different uh, different yeah. for me because being you know being here high uh, in Atlanta, uh, you know a lot of the kids. Uh, when I was graduating, you know, we're opting to go to Tallahassee. You know, nobody was right, really right. talking about, uh, going to Bethune right. Cookman. But, but I'll tell you right. this, my, um, my house, ha- my high school band director, and I went to Southwest the Cab. Um, okay. Yeah. Okay. So, so Don Roberts did, right, uh, right? you know, every year he always made sure that he took the band somewhere, you know, and, right, and, and not right. just to showcase the band because we were awesome, but not right, just to right. showcase the band, but, you know, because there were, uh, things that we needed to be exposed to, you know. And, right, right, right. And so, uh, my senior year, we actually uh came to Bethune, and that would have been the first year that you were there. Was the fall of '95? Uh, we came down. You all played South Carolina State for homecoming. Right. And and that was the first time that any of us had seen Bethune Cookman's band live in in right. living color. You know, I never right. forget y'all. I came out the end zone. You know, y'all had the single drum major like Southern. I, I mean, I remember. Yeah. You know, I, I mean, I, vividly, right. I remember this. And everybody right. was like, you know, we were all, we were really impressed um, yeah. with, with you know what we what we witnessed because we had already seen South Carolina State and knew how, what what they represented. Um, but right. but you know, it seems like you know as as the years have gone on, it seems like Bethune Cookman has, has kind of become that it school. Uh, you know, and I and I guess you know, you would have to give a lot of this credit to to, to Honda with the number of AT aliens coming down there.
2: Right, you know, um and I I I'm sorry, I think earlier I told you I started in ninety five. I started in ninety six. Oh, okay, uh, okay. Yeah, now when I went there in ninety six, uh the the rest of the staff was telling me about Southwest cab that came the previous season came the homecoming and everything and, and how impressed they were with him. And I've been knowing Don Roberts now for over 20 years, uh, and back in, uh, 96, when I first came to Bethune, uh, I went out to, in 97, the spring of 97, I started recruiting. And, uh, I went to Atlanta. Uh, I went to Atlanta and a good friend of mine, Willie Barber, he's a graduate of Bethune Cookman. Uh, but he, he was an employee with Delta Airlines and he told me, he said, you know, man, I've been trying to get someone from Bethune to come up here. Got some great bands up here. Big bands. Uh, and we're not tapping in. Everybody else is tapping in. So I came up there by myself. Uh, I think I went to 22 high schools in one week. I went through Clayton County, Cab County, Fulton County, shit of Atlanta. And, uh, uh, and the school, uh, offered me a, a substantial scholarship budget, more than we had ever had, to go out and recruit with. And uh, you know, I convinced them that you know we're never going to have the band that you want uh, for free. There's nothing in life is free. Absolutely, there's a cost. There's a cost for everything. And so, um, and, I, and I, I was able to convince the president. I said, you know, every year we go up against Florida A&M at, at the Florida Classic. And I said, you know, let's be honest with ourselves. It looks like. A college band going up against a high school band. And I say, if we want to get our share of recruitment, recruitment, uh, students out of the state of Florida, uh, not just band students, I'm talking about students in general. Uh, you know, the image that we have on, on, on the, on the stage in our state with our rival impacts that greatly. And so, uh, they allowed me to go up and do some recruiting. Uh, we bought a large class out of Atlanta that year. And uh, I've been going to Atlanta ever since. I haven't missed a year. Uh, even though I'm the head band director, I do all the recruiting. I don't, I don't send my staff out of anything. And I go actually to the schools. I walk into Southwest Cab, uh Stevenson, uh, North Atlanta, Morrow, North Clayton, you know, Westlake. The list goes on and on. I walk into these band rooms called the band director. And I sit down and I have a uh, one-on-one audition with students. And if they play to a point where I feel that they can come and, uh, help enhance what we do at the film. Cookbook, at that point in time, we write them a scholarship offer. And once they get accepted, uh, we actually turn the offer into a contract. So, so uh, there we go from there. But, uh, Atlanta has been good to us, you know, has been good to us, uh, when I first to go, Mars Brown was open, and we were, we were playing Mars Brown. Eddie Ellis was at Mars yes,
1: Brown Yes, sir. Line. Yes, sir. Yeah, we had we had a lot of fun. A <laughs> lot of fun
2: in Atlanta. Uh, we shot the movie Drumline in Atlanta, you know, and I worked with Don Robertson uh, uh, with the movie Drumline. We soon had a had a cameo appearance in that, and so uh, you know, like I said, Atlanta has been very, very good.
1: Well, you know, oh, this is the HBCU report. Rob Calloway, line with Donovan Wells, director of bands, Bethune-Cookman University. Uh, you know, the, the real deal is like it was. You know, it was kind of like you guys. You know, Grambling, Bethune-Cookman, Mars Brown. You know, I'm and I'm putting up the the, the bunny ears but, you know the air quote South. Yep. You know, Atlanta Ant, aka Southwestern Camp. You know, it right. was it was really you know. What 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 we witnessed and, and what the the American public witnessed in Drumline it actually springboarded this event right here the the Honda Battle oh, yeah. of the Bands you know yeah, exactly. yeah exactly. and and so you know it definitely uh, it definitely led to some good the, the movie Drumline that is, because it it, it gave oh, yeah. exposure to uh, yeah. to to the African American uh, band culture the positive side of the African right, American right. band culture and right. um, you know I I, I just uh, you know I appreciate. Uh, you know, when when people take on um, situations uh, and put their names up on, you know, as, as title sponsors for events like this, because uh, oh, yeah. the the history and the tradition and, the uh, you know, just everything, the pageantry, everything the HBCU right. bands uh, bring to the table mm-hmm. is something right. that, that, you know, should... Should yeah. be witnessed by all, you know, and exactly, you right, know, and right. I know that that they stream the event live on the web. But the next step has got to be getting this thing, you know, broadcast somewhere, man, on TV somewhere, you know, because because yeah. they do it for the PWIs, you know, they do it on like yeah. public broadcasting, you know. Well, so, you, go ahead. Well, you
2: know, um, one thing I, w- I will say that, um, and, and I'm glad you hit on uh, on this point. Uh, a lot of times uh, with HBCU bands. You know, and and it's just the and, and it's just the nature of of our people and our culture. You know, we got to have one band better than another band. You know, it, <laughs> you know, you know, you know, you know. That's just the nature of our people. If we go to see if we go to see two comedians, we're gonna we're not gonna come out and say, man, they were funny. We're gonna come out and say, man, it was funny, but this one was better than that. Yeah. you know, that's just that's just the nature of our culture and our people. But because 'Cause of our people. I love our people, but we're the hardest people to entertain. We're the hardest people to entertain. But what one thing that um I think Honda does is that it showcases HBCU bands in a way where it celebrates the art form. And, you know, people are still gonna walk away, I like this band better, that band better, that band better. Uh my thing of it is that even even though we're put into this competitive environment, uh, by the public. I'm appreciative of Hunter putting us on in the showcase where you just go out there and do your thing. And the winner is the audience. Mm-hmm. The audience get a chance, the audience get a chance to see a variety of HBCU bands. And it, it's not a first place, second place, anything like that. You can enjoy all the bands. Also, too, it's, it's great for me because being in the MEAC conference, I don't see uh, the swag bands as often as I see the I band. I don't see the CIAA bands as often as I see the I band. So, it's good for me when I go there. I turn into a fan because, uh, give you an example, last year, well, that was the first time I seen Lincoln. You know, so, it was, it was great for me to see Lincoln. That was the first time I seen Uh, this year will be the second time that I've seen Benedict. You know, so it's, 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 it's good for me as well. Um, uh, but I think, uh, I always want to give kudos and tip my hat to a corporation like Honda. Honda can spend their money in a lot of different places other than HBCU band. Mm-hmm. But they've, but they've been with us for 15 years. And I think at HBCU band, we have to recognize that fact, embrace that fact and celebrate them and congratulate them for having that much trust in them, you know, and, and, you can talk about trust and we like you and everything, but they put their money on the line for us. And to put on this event, believe me, this is a costly event. Put on this event and the way that they put it on is great. And then they give back to the school. You know, each band participating is going to get $20,000, uh, to help out their program. So, uh, you know, it's, it's, uh, I can't say enough about Honda because, uh, nobody else stepped up to the plate. Honda did. And stuck with us. You know, stuff with us anytime you start something like on the battle of the bands, you know, first couple of years are gonna be growing years, trial and error years, and uh, um, and to see it evolve into what it has now, uh, is, is something great. And I think I think every HBCU band should be involved in it and uh hopefully every HBCU band will have an opportunity as well.
1: Absolutely. He is yeah. Donovan Wells, director of bands, Bethune-Cookman University, the pride of Bethune-Cookman, the Marching Wildcats. I will be yeah. at the Georgia Dome January 28th, 3 o'clock, for the 15th edition of the Hunter Battle of the Bansdale. Join Alabama State, Alabama A&M, Alcorn State, Benedict, North Carolina A&T, Texas Southern, and Winston-Salem State. Donovan, thank you so much for joining us on the HBCU Report, and we look forward to seeing you guys on January 28th.
2: Hello, thank you so much, and thank you for having me today, man.
1: Not a problem, man. All right, so great stuff right there from Donovan Wells, director of bands, Bethune Cookman University, the Marching Wildcats, the pride of BCU. Yeah, that's a a great band, a great campus, man. I'll never forget my senior year in high school going out there and realizing that the school was like right by the beach. Man, I wouldn't have made it a semester But not back then, I promise you I wouldn't have made it a semester in Florida too What? <laughs> Alright, so we're going to keep this thing moving right along uh, Coming up on the other side uh, of this uh, short break uh, We will be joined by Dr. James Oliver Director of bands of the Alabama State University of Mighty Marching Hornets You can see the Hornets on TV Tuesday nights Aspire TV, Alabama State style baby they're going to be at the Honda Battle of the Bands as well. It's a great time to be a Hornet. And Dr. O is up next right here on the HBCU Report. We are powered by sportsnewsandbrews.com, your official source for sports, black news, political news, and the latest on your favorite craft beers.
0: The HBCU experience lives here. The HBCU Report with Rob Calloway. We'll be right back. HBCU sports fans, you finally have a voice. The HBCU experience lives here. This is the HBCU Report with Rob Calloway.
1: This is the HBCU Report being heard via Spreaker.com. We are powered by SportsNewsAndBrews.com, your official source for sports, black news, political news, and the latest on your favorite craft beers. And coming up, January 28th. Three o'clock, the Georgia Dome, it is the 15th edition of the Honda Battle of the Bands. You have Alabama A&M, Alcorn State, Benedict, Bethune, Cookman, North Carolina A&T, Texas Southern, Winston-Salem State, and of course, it couldn't be a Honda without my beloved institution of higher learning, <laughs> the Alabama State University Hornets, are uh, going to be in the house. And right now, we've been joined on the line by Mr. Horney himself, Dr. James Oliver. Uh, first of all, oh, uh, welcome back to the HBCU Report. Thank you, man. I appreciate that. It's always a pleasure. Oh yeah, definitely, man. So uh, before, okay, so before we get to this Honda Battle of the Bands thing, because I know y'all are getting ready for that, and you will be, you know, be ready. Oh yeah. We had the relaunch. Oh, yeah. We had the relaunch of Bama State Style Tuesday on Aspire TV. How big was man, that, man?
4: That was so big and so exciting. Man, it's far just they put it out there the way it's supposed to be done, man. So I have to take my hats off to Magic Johnson. It's his network, and he truly wants to put everything out there that HBCUs are doing, man. So it was tremendous. It was tremendous.
1: All right. So, okay. So I, I, I'll just say this first of all I, I'm glad that they actually uh started with a the relaunch of the previous episodes because of course yes. it got cut off halfway during the season. Like nobody knows what happens to those those last few episodes. But man, I can't even lie. And I know you probably have a lot of respect for this kid. But that boy Ray Raymond they, <laughs> hey hey he hey he was the star of the show. Between you and Raymond hey y-
4: <laughs> It was crazy, was it?
1: But hey, you man. know
4: what? I'm gonna tell you it wasn't scripted, man. Everything happened before. I know it wasn't. It was crazy.
1: <laughs> so so okay so um I know that the the, the plan is to go ahead and, and and show the full season 1. Now are there any yes. plans are there any plans for them to tape a season 2? Well, you know, uh that
4: is a part of the plan. They they're just uh going to finish up these episodes and they're going to look at the ratings and and look at how people trend, you know, the popular trending and all that, but there is uh great
1: opportunity. Yeah, well that's great man. I you know, I was so glad when when you all uh, sent out the press release that that the show would be back because like I said man, it's a you know, we've never had that that ins that that inside view of an right. HBCU band. Like we know the things that go on in the band room and on the practice field, but but you know because there's such a mystique about the band like to the people on the outside looking in, that a lot of times they want to know what we're doing in there. So they,
4: they do. They do. They do. You know what? I, I tell uh, reporters and I tell uh, people who, who uh, news people who come over and interview and talk. And I I say to them this, it, it that eight and a half minute show that everybody sees on that Saturday at uh, the halftime show. But they don't know what goes on between Monday and Friday, uh, uh, three, four hours, five hours a day, sometime putting that show together. So that's what Bama State did. Bama State was letting everybody inside of the family to see how we
1: operate. Absolutely. And, and, you know, and the the, probably the biggest positive out of the show that I got is that, you know, the thing that that. You know the the majority of America knows about HBCUs is about hazing. You know the agents H- that, that, that we're uh, uh, infamous for hazing, but mm-hmm. it, it but you know it showed a different side. I mean, uh, you know it, it showed you in a, in a, in a fatherly you know a fatherly state mm-hmm. to the to, to the kids. You know how uh, the young lady that had the baby uh, cookie dough. You know, oh yeah, you cookie know, dough. right. <laughs> you know, it showed you in the, in that fatherly aspect, and then you know it showed you being a disciplinarian. You know, yes. and, 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 and but, it, you know, like I said, so people got a, a better view of actually uh, the the real things that go on. Now, you know, of course, I know you the star of the show. You know, you the biggest find <laughs> that I know Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Oh, thank you, man. I appreciate it. I'll
4: take it because it's hard work. But hey, somebody got to do somebody it. Somebody got to do it. That's right. <laughs> this is the
1: HBCU Report. Rob Calloway on the line right now with Dr. James Oliver, uh, the director of bands for Alabama State University. The Mighty Marching Hornets uh, will be at the Georgia Dome January twenty. 20- 3 o'clock, the 15th edition of the Honda Battle of the Bands, along with Alabama a and Alcorn, Benedict, Bethune, Cookman, North Carolina a Texas Southern and Winston-Salem State. Now, last week, oh, we had uh, we had Carlton Wright on the show. Okay. And of course, okay. you know, of course, Carson was a good dude. And, you know, he kind of gave you your props. You know, we, I asked him if he would be watching Bama State style, <laughs> you know. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I caught him. Out, I caught him. You know, I came out of left field with it, but you know, you know, he, he told me that you all actually had just talked, I think, the day before. So, yeah. You yeah. Know, and, and he was just saying that, uh, that he was definitely going to be supporting the cause, but, uh, for the Honda Battle of the Bands, they have Alabama State and Alabama A&M in this thing this year. Uh what what does that mean? I mean it's like, dude, you know, you usually have to wait until, you know, the end of October, the last Saturday of October, to be able to get, you know, (laughs) the magic from in the Magic City classic. But you got but ATL has got to get it January twenty eighth. Man, look, they just
4: brought the Magic City to the ATL. That's all. That's all. Uh, You know, AM is great, man. Uh Carlton, a good friend of mine and and you know I I really uh uh admire his hard work and what he's doing to to uh work with A and M because it's it's difficult when you uh don't really have that college experience in the beginning right. and uh he, he's been there three going on four years now I believe and he has done a, a done a superb job with A and M. So Man, he we we're both gonna bring that magic to the ATL.
1: Yeah, and we can't wait for it. Now, how when you talk about the the Honda Battle of the Bands, you know, I know you're a big time recruiter. I know, you know, that's what makes the wheels go around for the band is is recruiting and being able to have uh, uh, multiple platforms for for the band to be on display You know, in order for. Uh, aspiring, um, you know, mm-hmm. college musicians to yes. see the musicians, band. Musicians, yeah. And yeah. so, and so with this Honda battle of the bands, you know, you're talking about fifty, sixty thousand 60,000 people, 70,000 people a couple of years, um, you know, in attendance. Majority of them are, you know, students looking on, you know, trying to uh, decide on which band that, you know, they might, you know, want to participate in. So mm-hmm. from a recruiting standpoint, how big, you know, has the Honda been in, in the the years that you all have participated? Well, you know this is year five for us, and it has
4: really really helped us in our recruiting stages uh with especially with the guys from uh Atlanta uh, and the surrounding cities in Atlanta, Georgia. We have been able to really get some good students because they come to the hunter battle band and and they 're seeking just what you 're saying they 're looking to see what university they would love to go to so uh, Honda has done a lot, not only for ASU, but all the, the universities and colleges that has been a part of it. Uh, they really go out the way and, and do some great things for us and put us on a platform where, uh, 60,000 or 70,000 people can watch just bands, not football, but just bands. And that, that, that puts us in a category by ourselves. You know, we have that type of world. We have this band world that belongs to us. So Honda has that opened that up a lot more and we're we are so blessed and and happy to be a part of.
1: Absolutely. Uh, this is the HBCU Report. Rob Callow on the line with Dr. James Oliver, director of bands, Alabama State University. Mighty Marching Hornets is going to be a part of the 15th annual Honda Battle of the Bands, January 28th, 3 o'clock at the Georgia Dome, uh, along with seven other really, really, really good bands. Uh, now, you know, what's next for Bama State? I mean, I keep seeing this movie trailer. What is this movie <laughs> trailer that that I keep seeing? It. What movie is that? Well,
4: Billy Lynn's Long Halftime Walk is a, a movie uh, that uh, portrays a young young guy that was in military, but he was over in Iraq, and he he did a great thing in saving his uh, his troops, and and there was a book written about it. And Ang Lee, who is a uh, really a, a Grammy Award winning and uh, you name it, he won so many awards. And he decided to shoot this, but they wanted to shoot a halftime show. So we were selected to be a part of the Super Bowl, sort of like a Super Bowl halftime show. There were 400 people out there doing that show, man. And it was really, it was tremendous. Uh, You know, these students are so blessed to get that experience and to be a part of that. So it is really, really nice. And it goes uh, on record, you know, that we have now did a major movie, Tri-Star Film, Sony's Pictures. That's who shot it. That's who brought us in. And everybody get a chance. Go see it. That halftime show is really nice. And so, hey... We've been blessed once again,
1: you know, that's just where we are. You know what I'm saying? Favor ain't
4: fair. <laughs> <laughs> that's right.
1: That's right. Hey, they hate you, old, right. but I love you to death, dude. Cause Thank I always, you. I always tell folks, like, if, if there's ever anybody that I want to be able to, uh, I want somebody to be able to, to sell me ice in the middle of the desert. I wanted to be Doctor <laughs> James Oliver because he'll make me believe it. He, hey, I yeah. got I got ice right here in the middle of the desert, right here in the middle, <laughs> right here.
4: <laughs> hey man, it's just good. I you know I've always wanted to just you know do more than just march on the field. I always wanted to do more, and now that I've had that opportunity and that platform, these students are getting the best experience they have
1: ever had. Yeah. Yeah, you're right, man. And I you know, as a as a uh, mighty marching hornet, you know, I just wanna yes. you know, I just wanna commend you, man, on the on the great job that, that you've been doing. Uh there, what is it, sixteen years now? Yeah, sixteen yeah. years. Yeah, you you've yes. been there, you know, um you came in shortly after I left. Uh and you know, I like I said, I'm just proud of the job. I'm glad that Bama State style is back on T V so you Thank know, you. Th- so the band can continue to uh, received the, the the much needed exposure because Bama State is one of the most slept on programs in in the in the, right. in the in the country you know because folks always talk about you know the traditional you know the Pams yeah. the Southern. The yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. but but folks That's don't right. know that that you know right there in Montgomery Alabama you know <laughs> it, it's a band that that uh you know give give it to yeah. the best of them anybody give it can to give you it. man <laughs>
4: yeah well I tell you what we we out there we out there they see us all across. Matter of fact, a young lady called from London, man, and loved the show from London, England. So we're out there. Yeah. And, uh, oh, man. So we're there. We're going to be there and we're going to always entertain our audience. We love our audience and we're going to always do that.
1: Now, before I let you go, because I know you're busy right now, dude, I just got to ask you this. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Dude, what happened what happened with Melbourne Moore at the classic, man? What was going on with the audio? Was the audio messed up in the stadium?
4: Yeah, man. That 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 was terrible. It she could she did well when we practiced, you know, at our stadium, but it was that. And those people kept sending a mic over and all the mic JoJo was frustrated. Oh, he was so frustrated because it just wouldn't work. It wouldn't work. So that's out, you know, and that was that was a nice thing to do and the university was behind that. So, you know, sometimes you have to do things to get other things you need. Oh, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Absolutely.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah, so <laughs>
4: that's hey, you know how that go, but that's that that's kinda what happened. But you know, it's 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 okay. We we're gonna do what we do and keep moving. <laughs> and just move and, right uh, on.
1: Act like it didn't you know, happen.
4: <laughs> yeah, but this lady is she wants to come back and, and do a concert, uh, and donate the proceeds to the band and you know, so hey, what else can we ask for? That's that's what you want to give back
1: to. Absolutely, man. From from gospel music videos to Ellen Degeneres <laughs> to that's Bama right. State style to the yeah, big screen, man. you can see Alabama State anywhere you go. Know that. Don't forget yeah. about the MTV Award. Oh, oh, with Robin Thicke. Thick. That's right.
4: Yeah, Miley Cyrus. Hey,
1: y'all out there, oh, y'all out there, man. Like that. oh, like that, man. <laughs> that's what I'm Thank saying. You. Don't sleep on Alabama State. But, That's uh, right. you know, as we like to say in Montgomery, it's always a, a great time to be a Hornet and, Absolutely. uh, and, uh, Dr. Oliver, I appreciate it. And, uh, we look forward to seeing you guys January 28th at the uh, 15th edition of the Hunter battle of the bands.
4: Thank you, man. I appreciate you.
1: Not a problem. Dr. James Oliver, Alabama state university. Oh yeah. Don't make me start singing the, the alma mater. Cause I know it. Cause I'm a real Hornet. Oh yeah. <laughs> All right, man. So, that about do it for this edition of the HBCU Report. We will be back on Saturday, our regular scheduled time, uh, to continue Banuary right here on the HBCU Report. Don't forget, check us out on social media: Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at HBCU Report and our content partner sportsnewsandbrews.com, your official source for sports, black news, political news, and the latest on your favorite crab beers. Check us out. Like I said, we'll be going hard all weekend long as uh, we have our coverage of uh, the inauguration of Donald Trump, Donald J. Trump. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, he will be the president uh, come Friday. So we'll uh, we'll tackle that on sportsnewsandbrews.com, and then we'll find out the participants of Super Bowl 51. Will my hometown Atlanta Falcons defeat the Green Bay Packers to advance? Will they? Will the Steelers defeat the Patriots? Oh man, it's going to be a great Sunday. But anyway, until Saturday, this has been the HBCU Report and I'd like to thank you guys for listening because without you, there would be no HBCU Report. So until Saturday, you guys have a great one and don't forget, Share it, share it, share it, share it. Like it, like it, like it, like it. (laughs)
0: HBCU Report. It's the HBCU Report with Bob Calloway.